All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It's your boy, Aristide John, checking in once again. We, uh, we got to the, to the milestone of this journey, this Who and How Club journey. You are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club. We are the who's and how's of this world. And without you, without me, there is no we. And that's why I created this platform. We reached the milestone of the 50th episode. Now we're moving into this new, the new regime and this new energy and this new transition of another 50. And uh, all we're doing right now and focusing on is accomplishing goals. And we're bringing things to another level. Um, this show isn't just about me. I created this platform to bring people on, uh, to create some sort of safe space so that people could share pieces of their lives, their, their stories, their perspectives. Whether I agree with them or not, whether you agree with them or not, it's not relevant. It's just about sharing and uh, learning from one another. Um, and that's the goal of this platform. So here's, here's the spot where we ask you who you are and uh, how you became the you that you are today and everything in between. And we all also focus on the five W's, you know, the who, what, when, where, why's, and how's, because we are the who's and how's. Um, a lot of people don't know how to answer that question, who are you? Um, so we focus on that today. And we have a special guest sitting across from me. We're on a social distance episode. That's what I'm going to call this one. The big table. We didn't mean for it to look like this, but it just fits. It fits. It fits the mode and the energy. I'm okay with it. And the I'm energy. Okay I'm good with it, too. Um, I like the fact that we're in nature. That's what has me in my zone right now. So we got a really dope guest on today's show. Uh, you want to introduce yourself to the people, sir? Uh, I go by the name of Big Tweez. People call me that, but my name is Anthony, you know, Anthony Corsi. Uh I used to produce hip-hop music. I, uh, I mean, I still do it from time to time. I used to DJ from time to time. Just an all-around kind of music guy, you know? Yes, yes. I actually met Tweezy like some odd years ago. I don't know if he remembers this or not, but we're going to get into that on how I uh, first met him and uh, the connection uh, with, within that and uh, leading up to this moment here. Uh, there's been a lot of time that has passed since I first met you. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure. I, I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't. I don't. I, that's great. It's I don't. Gonna be I great. don't. It's I love it. Be yeah, great. Yeah. Um, I think you were a different version. There was a different version of Tweezy at the time that I met you. 100%. But Car Carlos, my manager in the background, he's the one that introduced. I don't know if you remember, I came to your house and you, uh, it was like a collective and you were showing me beats and stuff like that. I was okay. really young. And okay. I think I came with a girl. Was I with a girl? No, I think I was with a girl. Would this have been, would this have been Roxton? Would this have been the studio house or would this have been like Gray Street times, that studio house? Roxton, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. rocks, 30 rocks. I was young, I was a young buck though, okay. and Car Carlos, he's been a mentor of mine since I was like 18, Okay. so I don't just podcast, I'm into I music I vaguely remember stuff. this, now hold yeah. on, for those, for those <laughs> of you uh, who don't know me, you sh I should, uh, what's the preface, preface yeah. by saying, I do smoke a little marijuana from time uh, to time, Okay. you okay. know what I'm saying, a little bit, you know, I smoke, I don't inhale. Um, I don't recognize you. You were you looked very different back oh, then. And we're going to talk about that well, journey. It's funny. And transition. We, we talked we earlier before the podcast started. We were talking about like how many different every, every decade is kind of like a mm, new lifetime yes, in its own. Yes, right? I you overheard know what I'm that. So I yeah, yeah, that. and I agree with that. Um, I mean, definitely, man. Like if we're talking rocks and times, that's at least a decade ago. That's a whole. <laughs> you were a different tweet. Oh my god, a whole lifetime ago, man. So here at the show, thank yep. you for being on the show. Let's cheers to today's episode, right, by the way, right. if you can. There you go. Mazel so, tov. So, yeah, socially distanced <laughs> cheers in? Yes. 
you guys see the logo shout out to everybody that's joining us on the live today um here on the show tweezy we focus on who people are and how they became the who's that they are i'm curious to know how would you answer the question who are you like if i were to ask that if i didn't know you at all you know i'm a stranger and i'm like hey who are you that's how we initially you know greet each other it's really interesting because the way the conversation that we're having it as we're having it like this right now if i were to answer that question i would say oh i'm i'm anthony corsi i'm a father of two yes i don't even like it's funny because people now will be like oh yo this is my boy tweezy and then i will come behind them and be like hey my name is anthony you know what i mean because i'm like fucking 43 years old and i don't want to be you don't want to be known as tweezy you know what i mean you're more than tweezy well and then it's funny because everybody used to call me big tweezy and now that i've lost all this weight which is a whole other thing right we're gonna talk about right exactly like it's like oh so i'm like i'm like Hey, I'm Anthony, you know? So if you were to ask me who I am and, like, how I got to this point, uh, I mean, shit. Like, who are you now? I am someone's father now. Mm. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's who I am now. What does that mean to you, being a father? Um, It means a responsibility that I probably lived an entire life up until this point not having. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> learning learning to be responsible for other shit other than myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? On my, on my show, I'm very transparent with the listeners and supporters, especially with Father's Day recently passing. I, I speak a lot about not knowing who my father is and really just there's like a piece of me that I don't know because there's no name, no picture, no nothing. Right. So it's like I know where I was raised and everything like that and who raised me, but there's still half of me that I'm it's like a question mark, you know, which kind of leads to like the logo of the podcast. It's like two question marks intertwine so there are all these question marks in our lives See, all the like, time right i i share that with you in the yeah. fact that my mother passed away when i was super young mm. so i didn't know what it was to have a mom like that your my, biological mother exactly yeah. i had a stepmother my grandmother versions of mothers exactly. mother figures right. it wasn't until i had my own children to see what my children were getting from their mother to realize what i hadn't gotten from my own you get what i'm saying so mm. that's that's a whole a, a part of you like you saying who are you now that's like things that i'm starting to realize a lot more about myself that i probably over the last 40 years never even thought about you know what i mean shit like that so i i've thought about like if i because i don't have a father maybe when i do have children i know what it means to not have one so i'll be a great one do you find that that does happen like like you said not having your uh, mother your mother in your life your biological mother but you see how your your wife Yes. Is a mother to your child. So what kind of perspective do you have on that? Like when you when you see her mothering your child? Um, it's interesting because it's like I think about once again not knowing what that is. You know what I mean? To see that Like how do you know she's doing she's mothering right? That's what I wanna ask. I mean shit. In, my, from your perspective. From my perspective, yeah. because how everybody comes to me and tells me how happy my kids are. Mm. Like, oh, and like, I'm talking about people from all walks of life, people from within my family, people who don't even like, you know, like, oh, people, random people on the street will be like, oh, your kids look so happy. You know what I mean? Mm. That's how I know. Is she fitting that mold in your mind of like what the mother of your child looked like? Like maybe when you were younger, you thought about having a kid one day and you're like, you hope the woman that you do share a child with is this kind of mom. I just guess at the end of the day, it's like, you want somebody who's going to be caring towards children. I, I work in the school system too, right? So there's a whole other thing with, within that too. Like uh, children, I, I understand the value of children. Mm. 
something I didn't probably even like being a guy who worked in the school system for yeah. as long as I have probably didn't recognize that. You know what I mean? Up in, until you had your own Exa- child. Exactly. Right. 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 So how'd you spend Father's Day this year? What was Father's Day like uh, for you? Father's Day this year, my parents actually came over here and we barbecued. Okay. Right? And that was your... How old's your child, if you don't mind me asking? He, my son is seven. My daughter's four. Okay. Okay. So you, you've been enjoying this Father's Day celebration for, for, a while, for, for some a minute years now. For a minute. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the relationship like with your father then, if, with the not knowing who your mother is? Oh, great. Because my father was always there. My father was... A, like, he had to pick up those pieces you know what i'm saying so i've said that about my mom as well she's right? played an entire even whether we get along or not you're always going to have those battles with your parents but if you're a child who only has had one parent they have picked up the slack they've see, been both for for you right so, I, so you did not have a step parent no see i did no. okay so that changed the dynamic too right mm. which is something that i think um I think, you know, when you're a kid and you don't... It fills a gap. Yeah, it fills yeah, a bit sure, of a gap. right? Yeah. But as you get older and you start to see the world in a different way, it, it, you look at it differently as well, right? <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So. I'm excited. Your, your goals for me. Like, I'm excited to have a child one day. You know what I mean? And, I mean, don't, and to, don't to be rush tested. to get grown. No, no right? rush. No rush. Grown. No rush. But that I, I can't wait to have that perspective and outlook on life with with knowing what it means to not have something, but forming something out of that. Like, it doesn't mean yeah. that things will 100%. always be bad, you know? Like, you could take that and use it and make it into something beautiful, you know? Be a great father and stuff like that, so. I think, but that's the thing, like, as we were talking about it earlier, right? Like, I think life, your life experiences prepare you for everything, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? So now, I can only, like, it's funny, I was talking with my partner and I was saying to her, you know, like, life changes like that, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. And because I in I am, a year, even in a day, yeah. in a blink of an eye, yes. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it can change all like that. And I try to, I try and teach that to my kid. Yes. And sometimes I'm harsh about it. You <laughs> know what I mean? But like, that's how it has to be sometimes, you know, personal, qu- like selfish question. Sure. Like, do, do you battle with uh, like a favorite with when it comes to your child, your children? No. Like, no, I want to know. I always I, wondered that. Like, do people really go through that? It's funny because, like... Or is it, like, you're my favorite today, but yesterday you were a little dick, you know? Like... Oh, no. See, and that's how it goes. Because every day is like that, right? <laughs> like, so now, share some father, like, you It's know? funny. My girl, my girl is a goldsmith, okay? okay? Yeah. So that's what she actually does. Yeah. So she made me this... Speaking of Father's Day, she made me this chain for Father's Day one year. Yeah. And it's a double-sided chain. One side says Lennox, one side says... Le- says Loretta. Your children. Your my children. my yeah. kids' names, right? Yeah. So my daughter loves to ask me all the day, hey, daddy, what day is today? Mm. And I'll look at the chain. Is it Lennox day? Or is, it, yeah. is it a Lennox day or is it, or is it a Loretta day, That's right? sick. That's sick. So now it's very funny because sometimes she'll just randomly ask, hey, daddy, what day is today? And I'll look at the chain and it'll be like, oh, it's a Lennox day today. And it's fucking funny how it is a Lennox day that day mm. or it is a Loretta day that day. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... Funny that's how a dope works, connection. Like that's how a it dope works connection. Out like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, going back to like the the many names that you've gone by. Right. So you prefer to go by just Anthony. That's how you feel. I mean, right? but like in this moment, my friends call me Tweezy. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it's it's not uncommon. I was, I was for, talking to Carlos on my way here, and I'm like, 
I remember there was a name that I, I did know you by when he would talk about you to me um, as a producer. It was Tony. Fat, Fat Tony. Tony. That's right. right. And that was like my first production name. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I was familiar with that name yeah. because like Carlos, how Carlos and I met, it's like, even though I'm young, I know the shits about like Toronto stuff yeah. to an extent, you right, know, right, like right, I remember right. being a kid and I know about Earth and I know about Cardi and figure four and all that. Sick, I, sick. I, we would have those conversations which, and that's what brought us, which is, you know, like I have a super penchant for like, I love Toronto hip hop. You know what I mean? I yes. do a podcast with thrust about it. Yes. I, at a point in time <laughs> only used to play Canadian hip hop. You know what I mean? Listen, like when it, in 2001, I was living in a, my mom had us staying in a hotel. Okay. Right? We were living out of a hotel. Long story. But I just remember watching much music and I just remember Thrust on. It's the uh. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like a kid. Thrust, I'm a OG, kid, right? You know? And I'm like, that's that's the shit, right? But when you're a kid, I don't. I, I just looked at them as artists. I didn't know, oh, they're from Toronto or they're from this and that. It's just like, this is hip hop. That was the culture I was brought up on, right? I just had to, like, uh, I've always been the guy, like, the sense of holding how pride. You know what I mean? Like, I love the city, like, this is the city we're from. You know what I mean? 100%. We have to rap. Right? So, what, um, so what caught, what made you and Thrust, like, create that, that podcast? Um, yo, it was after Views, the album Views came out. Um, there was a whole bunch of all this shit about like, oh, yo, he's stealing the fucking Patois slangs from Skepta and da da da. And I'm like, yo, don't you kids know about Cardi and Michigan and Tehran and, like, and the city? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's where it comes from. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then there was something else, man. There was another conversation of like, oh, people didn't. He makes the Jellystone reference, and people didn't know who the fuck Jellystone was. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Jellystone had a huge... Money can't buy me happiness. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even have to say it. You yeah. did it, right? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I'm like, wow, man, these kids really don't know their history. And it just so happens, 30 Rocks, at that point, I had moved into the basement. So by the time, when you had came to That's check... That's when we were, yeah. Okay, so That's I was where in we the, met. Yeah. Okay, so I was in the basement. Thrust came over just on the random one day. And I was sitting there making beats, and we're it's, shooting the uh, shit, and like... It, that's how the whole com like it was a conversation he and I had, and yeah. we're like, "Yo, you know what, man? We should do a fucking podcast about this." Uh, Thrust lived it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I lived yeah. it from a certain point on till you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I have like this enthusiasm for it, and that that was what the genesis. That was like what led us to doing it. Mm. Why do you think? Hold on, let me rewind it. Rewind it back to Jellystone for a okay. second, because yeah. this is a kid. This is a kid question. Sure. I don't know if anyone has this answer, though, or if you have this answer. I remember that song, Money, Yeah, was part two. That was part two of a two-parter song. Are you aware of that? Yes. It was Money Can't Buy Me Happiness, Happiness Part Two. Yeah. I never heard part one. Did I, anyone? I don't know. I'll, I, have the, I have the CD upstairs. We'll see if it's on there. Please. I have, I have the 12-inch, too, but I know. Before I, I go, I need to okay, hear we'll, it. Because we'll I don't we'll want to look it up yeah. on YouTube. Okay. I want that real, we'll look it up. We'll that look it energy. Up. You know what I'm saying? Because we'll I'm in, I'm, it's 2001, and I love this video. I love the girls in the video. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. singing Shout this. Shout out to Jelly, man. Like, but I'm like, this is part two. I didn't hear part one yet. Where? Where where do we live where we really released part two before part one, right? As a single. I never heard part one. I thought it never existed. Well, hold on. There's a classic song called The The Night's Young by Red Life. Okay. And it's the if you want the rest and check me in the remix of the song. There the song the remix of the song was the original version. 
Okay. It was one of those, you know what I mean? Okay, like, okay. So it's kind of like one of those things, you know? Every, everyone's watching this yeah. like, who the fuck are yeah, these yeah, guys talking, talking about? about right? Which leads me to my next question. Sure. Like, why do you feel like people didn't know about Toronto? Like, there was so much, there is, there is so much that has happened here prior to Drake. Oh, my God. But it's like nothing happens until Drake hits to, to the world. Even to to the people I mean, from the ha- city. No, no, you have your blips, man. You have your Cardi with like fucking Cardi with Akon, right? And, all of that. and yeah. then like Chaos had his little and Kanon and like Kanon. Yeah. There was all these little yeah. blips. You know Nelly what I mean? Furtado. That's sure, Canada sure. stuff, okay, 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 not yeah, Toronto right, right? specific. Sure, right? Yeah, 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 right. But you know what I'm saying? So like you had the like, Soul and members. No, doesn't. Uh, no. I mean, sure. Yeah, those guys did their thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, I just I don't I, I think it's the infrastructure here was never. It's never been for for maybe, us. For an urban market, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What do I know? But you know I feel, I, mean? I don't know if you agree, but I feel like it still isn't. That's why he had to leave to go get what he wanted, right? Like, I still feel like we don't have anything here. I don't know, man. I See, I don't follow the new stuff, but like, yeah. come on. That's, look, when you have guys like Mustafa the Poet, uh, who else? Like, all these young guys, safe. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. come on. That whole OVO camps, you know what I mean? Like, from party to like all those guys. So, like. People are paying attention to Toronto now. Yeah. I love it. To an even extent, even yeah. though it's like some of the music's not for me, yeah. I love seeing Toronto do its thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that's all that's all we ever wanted to see, you know? It's true. It's true. Yeah. We we always felt like we were we were like we had the um the ability to match whatever was going on over there. You know what I mean? I mean In the, the states ta- and stuff. Talent's always been here. Exactly, right? exactly. Um so what's what kind of music do you like? Like what if you were to tell the listeners like your vibe? What are you playing in the car? Hmm. When the kids aren't around. No, I listen to everything even when the kids are around, you okay. know what I mean? You like, showed them, you put them on oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. My one of my son's favorite joints is like Danger Zone by Big L cuz 139 and Lennox is the Danger Zone. Mm. And his name is Lennox, mm. right? So mm. he just mm. loves to hear his name. Uh, uh I mean, but I listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like I mean, the listener can't see it, but there's about 5,000 records over there. And it's a little I bit. Saw it. I saw it when we it's, came in. It's a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of rock and roll. There's a little bit of soul. There's hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But for the most part, I listen to hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have a Spotify like list and I'll put it on shuffle and go from there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just music comes so fast now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so hard to keep up with everything, you know? But I feel like that's specifically in hip hop and like the R&B uh, categories. I, don't I just feel, feel like, like there's no, no. I feel like it's music in general, man. Yeah. Music like every day, a thousand albums come out from. Yeah. If you're going across the spectrum of genres, true, man, true. like yeah, we I'm, have access to so much, so much music coming out at a vast pace. It's like where through from the whole world, right? Because right? exactly. it's all in the palm of exactly. our hands. So I agree with that actually. So then you know stuff catches you, you know what I mean? Like I love me some Griselda, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 I know that you were saying like like what's your int- what's your attention span with some of the new stuff? Like wh- aside from Griselda, like what's something that you heard and you're still with it today? Like you've kept with it. I like the new Tyler album. Like I've been listening to that quite a bit. Mm, That's only mm. it. Only been like what? Not even a week. It's see. I I didn't even know he released it. I came across like some of the videos, and I'm like, I I saved it for later. I want to take it. And he did his Gangster Grills tape too. Like yeah, DJ Drama. I thought I heard DJ Drama on it, but I wasn't sure. So I'm like, let me save this and come back. That's the kind of stuff I like. I love. 
See, but I'm a man like I listen to like Freddie Gibbs and that kind of stuff and yeah. like uh, Currency and those yeah. guys. I still love me some Devin the Dude and he's smoker put, music, right? Exactly. I love Devin the Dude right? too. His last two projects. So I'm just like I'll be playing it in the car and the girls don't even know who this guy is and I'm like, you I need to know who dude. Devin the Dude is, right? And I always thought growing up, I thought Devin was from the West Coast, but he's, no, he's from the Houston. South, man. Yeah, he's a Houston cat. Yeah, yeah, but like he collaborated with so squad. many West people. He was always on like West Coast tracks and harmonizing and singing, and I, I always thought he was from the West. Well, you know, everybody thinks of him because he's on the Dre album. Exactly. I just wanna fuck exactly. You, exactly. Right? Like exactly. Too, right? so. Yeah, I had to hide that album yeah. when I bought it because my mom used to give me allowance, right? And I used to buy my albums. Like I would go to Music World, and I'm like, yes, every week. I yeah, bought. Yeah, yeah. I bought O One. I yeah. bought Dre. I bought uh, Volume Three. Mm. And. Uh, yeah, those were like my first official albums that I went to the store and bought. Do you remember your first album you went to buy? I'll tell you, I'll tell you a great story. Yeah. Okay. This is a true story. I used to live in Rexdale across the street from Albion Mall. Mm. And there was a music world in the back of Albion Mall. Okay. So <laughs> I tried to buy NWA. Straight out of content? Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't sell it to me. Because I was too young. They're mm -hmm. like, you have to come back with somebody older. Yeah. Now, my brother is four years older than me. He was in grade nine. So how old are you when you're grade nine? 13, 13 maybe 14. 14 yeah. So I get my brother to try and go and buy the tape for me. And mm. they're like, nah, man, yo, you got to bring somebody who's over 19 to come buy this tape for you. Nobody so I know crazy. is going to buy this tape for me. Yeah. So one day I go with my boy. We used to go to the mall for lunch every day. And I was like, yo, I'm going to go and get that tape today. Yeah. And there used to be this big girl. Was it a tape? It was a tape. Yeah, tape, yeah. There used to be this big girl who worked in there. So I just waited till the day that she was working. And I just went in the store. and I You knew her or no? No, I didn't know her, man. Round the way girl? No? No, 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 no man. It, I just had no clue. She, I just knew she was a big girl. I'm like, yo, this girl's not catching me, man. <laughs> and I went in and I stole the tape. And I ran. Yes. Stole the tape. So this is like, yo, this is Albion Mall in Rexdale, if you know it now. But, yo, Finch didn't run through there. It just used to be a big field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm booking through the field, going back to school. I have to hide the tape underneath, you know, portables, the steps of the portables and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Come get the tape after school, bring it home. I had to break off the fucking, remember the tapes used to come in the plastic case and you yes, had to unlock yes. them and shit back in the yes, day, right? Yes. CDs, same right? thing with the CDs outside. I had to break yeah. that shit off. Boom, get the tape now. Only for about, I don't know, maybe a month later, my aunt Anna comes to my house and she's in the garage. She comes in the garage. I'm listening to the tape like, yo, what are you listening to? She's like, oh, yo, you shouldn't be listening to this. Mm. And she takes the tape from me. Yeah. Okay. So you fast forward, I don't know, maybe a couple months later, she's picking us up to take us somewhere. We get in the whip, and she's got the NWA tape in the tape deck, and she's bumping Dope Man like it's her favorite joint. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? You took the tape from me. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to be having this. You know what I mean? How much were tapes back then? For I want to say that, purposes. I want to say there would have probably been like $9.99, $8.99 yeah. type of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Good old PK, right? I love it though. I yeah. love after when you're editing this, like an, it sounds sick. It's it, it provides like an atmosphere. You Good know old what I'm PK. City shit. Right? 
No, I feel you. I don't know how I got away with buying uh, Dre's album and Volume Three but by like, myself. The first thing I ever this remember, was in Richmond Hill, though. Remember going to spend money on? My parents bought me like when I graduated from grade eight. They bought me a little bookshelf stereo. Yeah. So I went and bought my first CDs, and it was the Far Side Bizarre Ride to the Far Side and Heavy D Blue Funk. Jesus. Was the first two CDs I bought. All right, Heavy D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, I had to hide some of my albums, man. And some of the stuff I was listening to, I'm like, yo, this is music. Like, I'm being exposed right, right, right. to hip-hop. Like, Marshall Mathers LP, Ludacris' first hold on. album. Like, like, I, need, I need context. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 32 now. Okay, so there's a 10-year gap between us. I'm okay. 43, you're 32, okay. that's right, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so my era, for me, like, 90s and up, you know? Anything yeah. prior yeah, yeah, to yeah. that, like, I could still... There are some things that I revisit and, and indulge in, but... I love the 90s and up. You know what I'm saying? Right, That's right, right, my right, right. kind of like... Same here. Yeah. I listen to some 80s. There's definitely some 80s Some 80s, stuff yeah. I you love, probably you know, know more I mean, right? than I do. But yeah. Who was, um, who was the first artist? Actually, no. Let's focus on Toronto. So like... Okay. Who was your favorite Toronto artist? I mean, it's always... Or artists from Toronto. My I don't f- like to call them Toronto artists because that limits them. Adam Bomb. Don't know him. No? Who's that? He's from Empire Crew back in the day. Um, he was part of the Freedom Riders, part of Natural okay, Born okay. Strangers. They won a Juno Award. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Probably one of the dopest MCs I've ever heard. Mm. That's so, me personally, though. Is that who inspired you to get into into hip-hop? No. When, what got me into hip-hop was probably, you know, when you're a kid, you follow fashion to what your older brother listens to. You know what I mean? 100. And that's my brother used to skateboard and shit, yes. and he was always onto stuff. And so, what I remember, Poncho, I don't know if you remember, do you remember back in the day there used to be somebody that had a video show? And it wasn't, it was Chris something, I feel like. It wasn't Chris Shepard, but they had a video mix show back in the day. From the city? From I don't know city? if it was, no, it wasn't Chum 30, but anyways, my brother used to tape this video mix show every week, and, um, this one week taping shit right yeah right taping on VH, on oh my so, god so and taping <clears throat> over stuff and then getting so, in trouble for it so this is how it all happens yeah, now yeah. there was one particular episode of whatever this show was and it's ice tea i'm your push a video and it <laughs> went into bismarck he's something for the radio yeah and yo i must have watched that one piece of tape I don't know how many hours in my life I watched that, like rewound and watched that one piece of tape. So now my brother used to tape over the shit every week. Mm. So I now had to go and buy another tape and like ask to my make dad, sure. yeah. yo, can I have whatever $5 to go to Kmart and buy a blank tape so Adam won't tape yeah. over the tape? You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like one of those type of shit. So is that what got you into and it? Then or that was, that, yeah. And then that, that's kind of like the genesis of it. You know what I mean? So then my brother's skateboarding and listening to other shit and like you know listening to, you know beasties is in there and like yeah. all that kind of stuff two live crew and stuff and i guess like that was really and then i remember seeing like um backbone video yeah. you know what i mean being like oh shit and seeing a ttc streetcar behind it and being like oh shit yo this is people from toronto and like you know yeah my first my first exposure to to toronto rap was probably um like I knew, I knew the Maestro Fresh West stuff and Mitchie Me stuff, right? right? But I was still really young, so I, I didn't have a concept of like, oh, this is people from up the street, people right, who live right. like you know, because I was born in the maze, 
Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm hearing these names. I see these videos on much music, but I, I don't, I don't, whatever. But on with the show from Cardi. Oh, Cardi. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when I was like, God damn. Like, this is like some raw, rugged, just raw. It's you know? Toronto and I'm, stuff, right? and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my aunt was teaching me, like, yo, that, that guy's from our city, you know? And I was like, this is crazy. And then I see like people in the video and she's teaching me the names like Socrates is there. And then I see chocolate stuff, you know, and it just starts to go and I'm paying attention to these things, much music and like earth, like in Oh one, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. those guys really like inspired me. And I'm like, who are these guys? T dot Anthem. Like that was my first we time when I was representing. Down. We come to mash it down. I didn't know anything about representing the city until that song came out, but that didn't get that light. But like, that track is like crazy. I mean, for me, I grew up in Rex. My boy was Remy from Red Life. Mm. And like, so I kind of was seeing it firsthand. You know what I mean? Like I saw it as it was you happening. You were there, yeah. You know, and it was just like I had I was I had the luxury of seeing that. You know what I mean? So I, if you were there, right? Like from your perspective, why do you feel, if you feel this way, like it didn't become an infrastructure aside, right? Like we had a movement. We had little pockets like figure four entertainment and, you know, the circle and all of that. Everyone. There's so many people that are together. Listen, there's there's definitely something Toronto doesn't get enough credit for. And that is that like the DIY, like the independent yeah. label shit. Yeah. Toronto was killing that in the 90s, man. You know what I mean? Like Groove a lot doing all the, the ghetto concept and the and the concrete mob. Yes. Stuff and like, yes. Like you're saying figure four and those yes. guys. Yes. And like, you know, Capitol Hill. Was Chocolare the first one? No, no Choc- he wasn't from Toronto, though. Right? He, he, he is. is from he, Toronto? he got. He was, I think, the first one to get signed to a major. Major, yeah. No, like minus like your maybe the Dream Warriors and those guys. You know what I mean? Because it was his first album, the not the Memoirs of Blake Savage. No, um, Ice Cold. Ice Cold. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the, the one, one that, that kind of like, propelled things. Yeah, all that stuff. That yeah, song yeah, yeah. was kind of propelled yeah. the city and like to a different level. So yeah, man, uh, Toronto, man, you know. What do you, in your, from like your perspective now, where do you think, what's next for the city when it comes to music and hip hop? If you, if you see anything, I think we're in a great, like, honestly, like I said, man, like I see the guys like Mustafa, the poet and those guys. And like, I I think Toronto's in a great place musically, man. Like you have all the guys making the trap stuff, like, and some of them guys are really good. Apparently, like I, I, it's not like I said, once again, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Yes. And then, you know, like, I mean, fuck Drake is the top. Is the top dog, man. Like, as much as people wanted, like, deny that or, like, whatever they want, like, you can't. You but can't what's deny. next after that, you know? Uh, uh, who knows? Who like, knows? Like how, it, do you, how do you crown that, man? Yeah, like, how? You, yeah. How? 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 You, how? Like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. What, um, let's shout out the, I realize we didn't shout out the actual podcast name oh, with called, you and Thrust. It's yeah. called Views Before the Six. Okay. It's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Views before the six. Views before the six, ladies and gentlemen. If there's anything that you're hearing today uh, in the conversation between me and Big Tweez, uh, Mr. Anthony, Mr. Father, um, and it resonates with you, feel free to touch base with the, the club at Who How Club on all social media platforms. Uh, send us an email, whohowclub at gmail.com. If there's anything that Tweez has said uh, that has triggered a thought or any questions that you have for him, you could do that. Or even on the live right now, right. Uh, touch base with him. Uh, give them your socials as well. Oh, at Big Tweez everywhere. Yeah, and you can look on my list and you'll see him there. You can follow him and touch base. Um, let's get back to you as an individual. Okay. 
Um, so I know that you answered like, who are you? Right. But like if you had like just a few minutes to talk, like let's say your child asked you like dad, father, like how would you describe yourself in like three words? What are those three words that you would share to your child? In describing yourself, you know, this is a little person, a little version of you looking up to you, but they don't know that much about you, but they want to know, like, how does my dad describe himself? See, it's funny, though, because I I would more so want to know how my son would describe me. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. That's more important to me than me describing myself to him. Like, I wouldn't even know what to say to him in that regard. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So how do you think he? I don't he or know. she, I both don't of them. Both of uh, yeah. It's different. They're two different ages, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think they see when they look at you? I don't know. It's funny because the other day I was asking my kid that. Like, we were at the park and we were um, running laps around the schoolyard and shit like that. You know what I mean? And I was like, yo, when you see that, what does that make you feel? You know what I mean? Because, yo, my son was a big part of me wanting to lose weight in the first place. Right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you see that, what does it like what does it make you feel and he was like i don't know it doesn't it doesn't it's just who you are and i was like huh that's interesting you know what i mean yeah because that's who he views me as you know yeah so you said that they were sort of like the inspiration of you losing weight how much weight did you lose a hundred pounds mm. right um it was more so a question he had asked me a question one day he was like it, it's uh, it's a whole it ties into him and my homeboy who Poncho knows um, my boy Paul Dollar. He was like, long story short, he has this annual Christmas party every year. And one year he was like, yo, you know, he says to my girl, he's like, yo, how's Tweezy's health doing, man? Like, he's putting on a little bit of weight, man. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> so this is my homie who's like zero. That's a real friend. No, no, no. <laughs> That's no, a real friend, right? Right. But the yeah. thing is, and this is a guy who had like, zero cares in the world. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, oh, that's that, the fact that he's asking that is like, Hmm. interesting right he's concerned yeah so this is like we'll call it a saturday maybe on like the tuesday it's raining and i'm driving the kids to school and my son says to me he's in the back and he's like hey daddy how do people get fat and i'm like oh by like eating unhealthy and not exercising like that kind of stuff you know what i mean he's like oh is that how you got fat and i was like and i looked in the rear view and he was looking out the window so you know like he wasn't trying to get a res- like a response like yeah. you know what i'm talking about like a reaction you know yeah. what i mean i was like oh shit. he was truly curious it was a genuine question yeah. you know what i mean i was like oh shit yo that's twice in as little as a week <laughs> and that was more so i was like okay yo it made me take a look at it and i came home that day and i weighed myself and i was like 330 pounds <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I was introduced to big tweets. Exactly. When, right? You know, well, and that's the thing. When like, I saw you today walking to the house, I'm like, I don't recognize this guy. I recognize the old guy, right, but right, this right. is a newer version of you, right? And, and so there, it's everything that goes with that. Like you think about the studio having that shit, and like, uh, you know, late nights, going for food after drinking, doing all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like the lifestyle that goes with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll catch up to you real quick. Mm. You know what I mean? What's that journey been like for you? Like, how would you describe it other than challenging? I'm sure it's been challenging. Oh, it's challenging, but it's been very, like, um, rewarding, obviously, right? You know what I mean? To lose 100 pounds, very rewarding, right? Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Congrats. Um, uh, Yeah, challenging is definitely the the big thing, you know what I mean? Because it's funny because everybody's like, oh... Yo, how'd you do it? And I'm like, I'm like, I'll tell you, but you're not gonna like the answer. You know what I mean? And nobody likes the answer. And it's, I run five kilometers every day. You know what I mean? God, 
right? What about your eating habits? Like, what did you Clearly, change in could, the eating? Yeah, yeah. Like, I changed the way I eat. Uh, a big, huge thing for me was putting a calorie counter on my phone. Wow. So you actually, like, see it. And yes. you're like, oh, shit. That's a motivator. Those, yeah. those two for five uh, BK chicken sandwiches are, like, 1,200 calories at 3 o'clock in the morning before you're going to bed, right? Like... You see, you see that real quick, right? Yeah. That's inspiring. That's inspiring. Like, I, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, like I've been uh, sharing my journey to therapy. Like, I just recently started okay, therapy work. in my work. life, right? And uh, my entire life, like, it was in front of me. Those opportunities were being presented to, to, to go, go. To go to therapy. And, you and I would yeah, just yeah. shut that shit down. I'm like, I don't need it, whatever, whatever. Why? Do you remember why you would shut that shit down? <laughs> It was feeling like you ever feel like you just don't need something, hundred even though things are like showing you, you probably oh, do a hundred percent. But like, who are you to tell me what I need? You know, I think it's a, it's a, a part of it is a little bit of ignorance to it, too. Right. Not uh-huh. knowing, not knowing like what you don't. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a fear component, sure, sure. too. Right. Like, why would I talk to a stranger? Like, who knows me better than me? Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just referencing journeys, you know, like, of course, uh, weight loss and therapy and talking to someone for mental health reasons are different. But I think there's a connection there as well. Sure. Because you feel better. Right. After your your transition, you you view yourself differently. You feel better about yourself. But it's funny because everybody asks me all the time. They're like, yo, do you love it? And I'm like, no, I still fucking hate it. Every time, like every time I go out to run, I'm like, all right, you know I gotta do this now. You know what I mean? Like, no, I needed it. I needed it. Yeah, I couldn't get in. So it's so just, you hate it. I, it's not to say it's but, yeah. But here's the Thanks, thing: man. when I'm done, when I'm done afterwards, where is it? I love it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You feel better after the fact. But it's still like it's still a mind fuck Where's every the, time. The like, email. The email. Every time, right? It's still a mind fuck. Manager. Poncho. Uh, you Manager. Don't gotta, you don't got to tell me, man. You don't got to tell me. I got him you back. Know. I got him back. Listen. What, what email was it? The who? The council one. I'm in there, but you're going to have to figure out whatever you were looking Yeah, yeah, it's right here. I got it. Thanks. How long have you known Carlos? What's it been, Ponch? Like 15, 20 years now? So 20, 20 plus years, let's call it. So you've been there uh, through his like disdain for like managing and oh, being. Oh, I ba- was I was probably part of the reason. <laughs> <laughs> let's call let's call it what it is, right? I was probably part of the reason. Listen, conversations with this guy, they've been like, we, I'm, can, we can't discuss the J Stacks era. That's the only thing we no, can't. No, 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 no. Poncho's hair will start falling out again. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, he's back. Yeah, he's yeah. back. And I, I feel responsible for that. Like, we've been having convos and, like, like uh, for years. A lot of the things we used to talk about, like, even when I was a younger, per, like, younger, right. and I would see him at the shop and we would make runs, like, when he brought me to your, your studio space and stuff like that. Like, we would talk about things, but we never worked together. And now that we're at this, we're, we're, we're finally being able to do the things we always spoke about, which I think is really dope. Are you going to be going hard or hard again in the things that you you started with anytime soon? I don't know, man. I'd like to I'd like to pick up the podcast again. Like we saw a lot like it's really funny. We had took a little hiatus. We the, recorded one episode and then the pandemic hit and then it all just fell by the wayside again. But I'd love to pick that up again. Um 
uh-huh. were saying earlier off off camera like you haven't you haven't really been making beats i haven't been making Why music i don't know man it's just like i don't know it's just not there for me right now you know it's just one of those things it's, yeah i gotta be in a vibe to do that kind of stuff what would inspire you to create before I don't know. Beats and stuff and being that constant. It, it was just a, such a part of me. You know mm. what I mean? Like, especially having the studio was a whole other thing, right? Like, um, it, it was just like a daily habit. It was like a... Second nature. Just like working out is now. And I think that's kind of what's like running and doing all that is what's replaced that for me now, mm. you know? Mm. The, the hour or whatever I'd spend making beats before. You're I'm focusing now, on I'm, your health. I'm running now. You know what I mean? Like that kind mm. of shit. That's how I felt with uh, with music myself too. Like I took a little break and focusing on the podcast stuff, and then after after Carlos like coming out of his shell and us having all these plans and stuff, it's like that's inspiring me again, right? So I understand what it means to like. Sometimes you do have to step away from the things you love, take a little break, get get some new inspiration. Like you'll never have the same inspiration. Right, right, right. It'll right. transform into things that when you step away from it because you love it so much. You'll never stop it. It's just I'm, I'm on see a break. Now, see now, I'm here's the other here's yeah. the other thing too, right? Like as we were talking about it before, as life is going in these cycles and whatnot, right? Like yeah. if yeah, I want to make if that. I'm gonna make music, I want to make music with purpose. Now you know what I mean? Like mm. I'm being a father of two, and I don't want to make music just to make music anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. there has to be a purpose. Sure, right? That's that's. That's the wave that we're on. That's what brought us back. Like, I don't want to, like, like, I could yeah. sell beats and do shit like that. And, like, to guys, if I didn't care, and it's, but, like, there's an integrity to it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, because you care so much about it. Right? It's, it's you. It's, it's a piece of who you sounds, are. No, right? no, no. You know? Because it's a piece of who you are. Right. You don't want to give that away anymore for without some sort of, like you said, purpose. And right? that's to say, even just to do it, I don't want to do it without intention anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. Um, I wanted us to go into let's touch on the transitional stuff because I'm big on transitions and like reflecting on who we were versus who we are now and maybe who we want to be or see ourselves being. So who was Tweezy a decade ago? A decade ago. Describe that guy to us. 33. No kids. uh, No responsibilities. Taking care of myself. uh, Having the studio a lot more music focused you know what, what about saying? his personality um stubborn guy always <laughs> always anybody anybody like still am you know what i mean mm. um probably a lot less care like more sorry carefree you know what i mm. mean mm. more uh, carefree you know what i mean like i feel now that i have kids i've become even more uptight you know what i mean mm. What about 10 years from now? Who's Tweezy? I don't know, man. I I hope to be somewhere. I don't know. You know what? It's very funny. I work in a job where like I've been there. I'm at like this like apex of my job mm. where I've been there for 15 years and it's like Time to go? It's either time to go or or, or ride it out till the wheels fall but off. But you're at or, the apex. I like know, right? it, there, where else is there to go? I know. So it's like no, I'm at this more so like this crossroads. It's crossroads, like, crossroads. Right? Yeah, because like, you know the, the apex is like the tip of it. So it's either like, I see it you out fall and, go, off. and go to go to one spot in it or just like, right. you know what I mean? Right. So I don't know, man. Like, I always would like to go and live somewhere else. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Relocate. Somewhere. Go, go and live somewhere else. Cause, yo, Are I, you a man of the woods? Do you see yourself being one I of could, those? I could yeah. love to, like, yo, I've always, it's been a dream that I want to make, like, a record in a cottage uh, type shit. You uh, know what I mean? I love that kind of stuff. Like, escape, mean? create oh, a record, yeah, then come go, back to the... And then come back to the city. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Spend a month in a cottage. We need to do that. Right? Like, Just get away, create, and then come back and... Th- those are the beautiful, like, those are the best times, yeah. Yeah. I feel you. It's crazy, like, how time, like, I, again, bringing up Carlos, like, the conversations we've been having, it's like, so much can change in a year. It's oh, like, man. this time next year, where are we going to be? We think, know it's not here. You know what just, I mean? Like, Just put it in context. Think about where we were a year from now. Exactly. A, a year from today. From today, yeah. Right? And then a year, a year before ago today. Or yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was two different lifetimes. Mm. Right? Aside from being a father and your music stuff, what else inspires you as a person? Um, what keeps you going? You, you're, you're on your journey to, you know, staying fit. You're a father. What else? Honestly, like it, being the the father part of it is the big part. I love to. I love. I can't wait to see where my kids are going. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because everybody's always like, "Oh, yo, you're gonna get them into music and da da da." And I'm like, whatever their path is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I can't wait to find out what it is. All right, lightning round. Okay, go. Don't overthink this. Though. Okay, go 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 go. When. When did you, um, when did you become you? Um, without overthinking it, in my twenties, <laughs> when I moved out of my parents' house, that's when I became me. Because then I had to, I realized very, very young that yo, you have to take care of you. Where are you from? But not. Not the Rexdale stuff. Just when you think of yourself, like where do you come from? How would you answer that? Um, I come from a good family. I come from uh, like a hardworking family. Like that's always been like work has always been a big thing in my within my family and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's definitely where I, I feel like I come from. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, why are you here? <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know that answer. You know what I mean? Now I'm here to take care of my kids. But 10 years from now, I don't know why I'm here. You know what I mean? That changes every so, you know, every, like I said, like we were talking about, like, I feel like every decade has been a different lifetime for me. You know what I mean? Was there, with the why, like, was there a time where you looked in the mirror and you're like, oh, this is why I'm here? Like, are there moments of that in your life? Like, oh, this is why I'm here. Um, Definitely, man. Like, every day. When I see my kids, that's like, I, I realize this is why I'm here, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Every day. How have you survived? By, uh, by all means necessary. <laughs> by all means necessary, right? Yeah, yeah. What does survival look like to you, like, after today? Like, how are you going to keep going? Keep this story of Big Tweezy continuing? Is it through your children? Is it through creating? Is it? It's ne- it's never through like that's that's actually really like a great question. Is it through your children? No, it's never through your children, man. Your children is their own path. They're gonna do their own thing. You know what I mean? I, I and that's funny. Like I said, because people always ask me, "Oh, you're gonna get them into music and shit like that." Like, no, I don't want them to live. I like, I hate when I see people trying to relive their dreams through yuck. their kids and that's shit. Yuck. You know what I'm saying? That's like, messy. 
that's messy. In the long run, that's messy. That's not for me. You know what I mean? That's gonna that's gonna bite you in the butt, right? Because you're you're forcing yourself your your past dreams onto your youngin. They're not an individual at that point. You're not allowing them to be themselves. It's just a splitting image of you, and that's kind of narcissistic in a way. Right, 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 right. right. Let them if they decide to do that, that's fine. But don't push that onto them from a young age, and then they won't develop into their own person. Exactly. So I. So there's 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 always been this running joke from my son was born because you know my girlfriend's Jewish and I'm Catholic, so it's always (laughs) like they're always the thing like, oh, what are you gonna raise him? Are you gonna raise him Jewish? You're gonna raise him Catholic? Da da da. And I was like, so I always used to be the guy who's like. I'm going to let him decide whatever he wants to be. If he wants to be Jewish, he can be Jewish. If he wants to be Catholic, he can be Catholic. If he wants to be Muslim, he can be Muslim. He can be whatever whatever he finds, if that's what he's after. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm only Catholic because my parents are Catholic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, so that's life choices. Choices. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For them to make. That's good. That's, that's like, it's inspiring to hear that you're going to be, you are that kind of parent now and will be right. in in the future because it sounds like you're going to be very supportive of whatever decision they make and you're not you don't need them to do to this, be anything like you per se see it's funny man mm-hmm. because the one thing of, like i take from parenting is that like you forget all the dumb shit that you did <laughs> right you know what i mean like Sometimes, like as as someone's kid, like yeah. you were someone's you kid. were someone's kid before, and right? now you like, have kids. Exactly, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny, man. Like you forget that. Shit. Well, we forget. Yeah, when we become adults, we forget that we were once children. And, and it's funny because I I forgot it from like the one child to the next. You know, from the seven year old to the four year old, the three year gap. I forgot. Oh yeah, th- th- she's gonna do this. She's gonna do that. She's gonna do this. She's gonna do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's funny. Um, what was life in Rexdale anyway growing up for you? Um, I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't have that experience. Um, growing up in Rex was, I mean, if you know what Rex was like in the 90s, it was a wild time still, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I was around shit. I saw shit, you know what I mean? Um, but I wouldn't be who I am without seeing and knowing those things, right? Like, uh, it gave me an intelligence that a lot of people don't have, you mm. know? I think it's also, it opened my eyes very much to the cultural, um, like how great this city is culturally. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. grew up with cats who were Jamaican, uh, Iraqi, uh, yeah. you know, like. The multiculturalism here is. All like, the West, di- different kind of West yeah. Indies, uh, all kinds of shit, you know what I mean? It's our Punjabi, staple. Yeah, it's, you know it's what I mean? Just, like, that's Toronto life. It's multiculturalism. You know? And you notice that growing up. Like, you see all these. You're you're um, you're embroiled in very like you're in a community, but that one community has so many layers and cultures. A hundo, a hundo, right? So much. So I wanted to know, like, being in the hip hop zones, like, did you ever get any flack? Like, how was it like in Toronto being a white I mean, boy? Listen, in hip hop, I can definitely tell you, like, there was a time when you wouldn't see too many white guys at hip hop jams, especially in the Rex. You know what I mean? But I was that guy, and everybody knew it. You know what I mean? I played ball a lot too. Okay. You know what I mean? So it kind of helped. You know? Yes. Um, but everybody knew I was like, they, oh, that's Corsi, yo, he's a hip hop kid. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, and I, that's his thing. So yeah, we. So yeah. uh, and like I said, Remy was my homeboy. We went to elementary school together. Yeah. Like That type of shit. You know what I mean? Like you know? Do you know Grand Analog? 
Do you know who they are? Oh, oh Dario and um, what's yeah, his yeah, name? Yeah. Um, yeah. Alistair, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know Mood Rough? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was having a debate with someone the other day, and they didn't know. They didn't know uh, Grand Analog. So oh, I just okay. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Al- Alistair's a great. Yeah, actually, he has a song with Zachy that I actually love, man. So you know what I mean? Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Who are some other like staples of the city that you feel like they tend to go unmentioned? But maybe we could mention them now and give them some flowers, like artists. Like for me, Earth was everything. That Earth album, Planet Earth, was everything for me growing up. So is there like another artist from the, the city that you would like to like aside thrust aside because that's your partner? In I, no, no, see, even like thrust aside, like there's there's guys that was like, oh man. There's so many Anyone from the Northern Touch uh posse cut? I mean, all of those guys are dope. Yo, like, Checkmate and Concise, man. Like, These Days and Times is one of my favorite joints. Mr. Attic, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I love that shit, you know? Mm. Um, man, uh, Canadian, like, just Toronto guys? Just Toronto, yeah. I mean, listen, there's, so many, there's so many people that I think that deserve their dues. Like, like from, who's someone you want someone to go listen to? Like, a young person right now? Like, you want them to be put on to someone that was here, you know? And was doing it. Who who's someone you would say or suggest? Like you gotta have okay. Like if we're starting from your if the, if you have if a kid hasn't listened to Maestro, go and listen to Maestro's whole catalog. You know what I mean? Just yes. go and see from end to end. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that's just your start your starting point. Mishy. You know what I yes. mean? Like, oh man, Urs is a great. St- so uh, after Mitchy, where do you go? You go Maestro Fresh West, Mitchy. No, see, because like there's, there's even like you know K Force and like To Vice and like all that kind of stuff and like, but this is just like early Toronto stuff that probably people don't even know. Like, huh? Like, well, even like you know the Cold uh, compilation and shit like that, right? Like, uh, Cold Front. <sighs> see those things, I don't even know. Like the Cold Front yeah. compilation was probably like one of the first Toronto comps to ever come out. Shout out to John Bronski, man. You know, um, there's so much good. Hip- okay, like, so before, okay, so let's say someone who's young, you want them to start off somewhere. We go, let's go, let's do a little like a like a Marvel MCU timeline, like, but with Toronto rap. So we start with Fresh West, then we go to Mitchie. No. Drake is all the way over here. So we're right. gonna leave that there because that's the Michi, end point. No, hold on, hold on. Michi and Maestro, let's just put it at this. They're right synonymous. Now. They're they're they're, they're they're like par. You okay, know what I mean? okay, I okay. Actually, one Michi female, could, one male. Michi could be before, but that's debatable. Would you, you know say she mean? was like our MC light? I would say she. Or yes. she was more like someone else. She's Michi. That's who Michi is. Michi. You know what I mean? Okay. Then you have like. Who's in the middle? Like after that's well, the starting then, point. Okay, Drake's okay, the end. Okay. Well, then you have to go like thrust in those guys and like Kish. And like, oh man, why am I not thinking all this? You know what I mean? There's like, where's Chocolair? Chocolair is after that. Chocolair is after that. Chocolair yeah. is like, Chocolair, Socrates, like Frankenstein, Chocolair, Thrust, Socrates, uh, Cardi. That's all in like you know, Earth. Yes, that's all in one thing. And then you get your genre after that is like the Empire Cruise and like. Camp X's and like those kind of guys, your Theo 3's. Frankie Payne is somewhere in this whole timeline, you know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's all over the timeline there. Yes. He's still at the timeline now, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, like, yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, if, if, yo, if I was gonna, somebody, people always ask me, like, okay, yo, what's a Toronto album I probably never heard of? My first response always, the Freedom Riders Now album. Mm. That's, I don't know, maybe five, six years old, even more than that now, right? But yes. like, 
if you ha- if you haven't heard that album, go listen to that album. Start probably, with that. Probably one of the best albums I ever heard come out of the city. The grassroots of passage through time. That that to me encapsulates what the '90s mm. Toronto sound sounds like. <laughs> that con- that album. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's another great st- starting point. Are we good? Everything's good? Yeah? Even on the live, we're good? I don't know. Old man Pancho doesn't know about the live. Hold on one second. There's so many guys, man. Like, there's so many guys that don't get mentioned. Like, you know, Bishop's another guy who I don't think does get mentioned enough. Bishop Brigante? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think he's a guy that doesn't get mentioned enough. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel taught me how to write. Nish Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I took, like, uh, some youth program that he was running back. Oh, okay, okay. And he kind of taught me about posse cuts and structuring uh, my lyrics and stuff like that. Bar counts and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so that I'll, I'll always remember that experience as a kid um, in my teens. Um, I ran into Maestro the other day. I'm hoping to bring him on the show at yeah. some point. It was funny. I asked him, um, like I met him, right? <laughs> I ran into him and I'm like, yo, would you be on my show? He's like, yeah. And then he got into this thing. I think he thought I met right then and there. Oh, okay, okay, this okay. This shit was hilarious. And I'm like, I didn't record it. I, it was just a conversation, right? But yeah. it felt like an interview. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I should have yeah. fucking recorded this. That would have been the interview. But I have his number somewhere. So hopefully we'll get him on the show at some point too. But I want to I wanna shed light on some artists from the city. You know what I'm saying? People that I kind of grew up on. and. Okay, yo, you, you tell you. Give it to me, rapid fire. Tell me, shoot me names. I'll tell you what I th- like, what I know. Uh, let's talk about when Big Black Lincoln was formed. One of the best albums that ever came. Another great album that came out of this. That was such a great idea, right? A great and speaking of Earth, like tracks from Earth was a tracks, part of that. Socrates, Rodala, uh, who else? Shamari. Yeah, and there was a Rain, f- isn't it? Not Rain. No Rain. Oh wait. No, wasn't he? Wasn't Rain uh, in Black Jays? No, that was uh, that was Cardi and those guys. Was it? What about Solitaire? Wait, was Solitaire in uh, Big Black? Big Black Lincoln? No, I don't know, man. I got the CD over there. We'll go and look at it. But after. that album was yeah, yeah. It's a great album, man. Yeah. I wish Socrates like Socrates slow. is so so talented. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, when yeah, I yeah, when yeah. I first heard like him on that Nas album, like that Heaven track with Julie Black. Remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, of course, of I'm course. I'm like, this guy's out of here, and he had Gilla House with Redman and everything. I'm like, okay, we're out of here. See, like, but that's the ten year gap between you and I, right? Because then, like, I get to see the whole Father Time, Hate Runs Deep era of Socrates, and like, uh, I was just saying on Twitter the other day, man, about 
the ultimate MC rush, rush with Helter Skelter. Like, people don't ever talk about that. Yo, he tore that shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I think Socrates is amazing, man. You know what's funny? A lot of people talk about... Um, what's his name? Um, like, oh, you know, Drake got his style from Fonte. From Big Brother, uh, uh, from Little Brother, from Little Brother, yeah. And I'm like, nah, man. I think it's Socrates is where he gets because yo, Sox was doing that singing. And he like, got, yeah, he got and, his style from a couple places because didn't he collaborate with Fonte? Uh, he did, I, I'm right? sure. I'm sure. Yeah. he did. Right? He had like, a couple. You know his it's just, early it's just stuff, a funny joke that keeps coming up. His early know? stuff was kind of reminiscent of that so- type of like you didn't know which pocket he was gonna go into. Could it have? It could have been so mainstream, or it could have been more like a Little Brother. And stuff like that. Guys like Colin Monroe and making tracks yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. sort of like indie tracks and like, you know. Sox has always been great to me, man. Like, he's yeah. always been like a great, great artist, man. Yeah. Um, Carlos, you want to ask something? I feel like you have a question. You're good? Okay. Um, all right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, you were going to say something? No, Pancho knows everything. Ladies and gentlemen, if you, I hope you got a chance to join in on our first session of the live. If not, that's cool. The clip of this uh, episode will be out soon anyway. Once again, if you heard anything that uh, resonates with you, uh, touch base with us online or on the live right now, and we can answer your questions. Um, let's get into like the Ask the Club component okay. of the show. Uh, it's where our guests get an opportunity to present any kind of question. There's no limits. Uh, it could be related to our structure of like, who are you and stuff like that. It could be something off the fly. It could be so random. Um, but it's just to add dialogue and it gives room for the, the guests to ask their own okay, questions if so, they have. Yeah. So what made you want to start doing this podcast? Uh, people, man. People. I'm, I'm intrigued by people. Interesting. Okay, yeah. You know, like... Uh, I don't really like people, but I like people. I Everybody's got a story, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Right. And it, it's not even if you look if you start seeing yourself in other people, you'll understand people more. Because like how can I look at you and not see me? Or right. a version of myself or like a piece of me. Like we could learn from one another if we just speak and communicate. Right? We could learn what not to do, we could learn what to do. We, there's so many layers to that. So I feel like speaking with people could help me learn a lot about myself and the world learn about them. You know, because we have these stories, these individual stories, but there's a collective story, which is life. We're all living it. We're just right. living it in unique ways. And you might think it's so unique to you, but there's your your neighbor has gone through some shit, too. Everybody goes through some shit. Everybody. Everybody. Every right? every single person, yeah, 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 yeah. It, you're not you're not an anomaly in that sense. Like you are, you're one of a kind. You're an individual, but your experience can be related. Someone can relate to that, you know. So I wanna I wanna create a platform where we share those experiences, you know, and just break barriers and make it a safe space to just talk about anything. So then, what has been the greatest takeaway that you've taken from the podcast? Like, what's been the the most like the the thing that you know, like that piece of advice that you're like that aha moment. You know what I mean? Good question. Yeah. Uh, very good question. That aha moment. Where like someone has said something to you and you're like, mm, 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 mm. I get that. You know what I mean? 
like on the show or out even outside or just revolving around the show the podcast Re- just revolving around the podcast more so uh there was an aha moment where i was like um like i didn't realize how much how much uh this could actually mean to people right and right. I, I think it took conversations with like not only guests but also people outside the show like Carlos, like the people who support and stuff like that. Right, like right, right, right. this is bigger than me. Yeah. This has nothing to do with me actually. This is just an idea I had and I'm bringing it to life, but it's not about Eris. A piece of it is. This is a piece of me. This is like my baby, you know, but I'm not doing this for me. I want to try to I'm trying to break rule, not trying to break rules, but just try to show people that it's okay to talk. Yeah. And if we don't know each other, this is how you get to know somebody. See, the thing is, we're in like these very sensitive times now, right? You know what I mean? And like people don't want to open up, you know what I mean? For all the wrong reasons. You know I was I mean? like that. I was like that. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, like yeah, that. yeah I get yeah. that. Trust me, man. Like, I, it, you asked me what, like, growing up in the Rex did that to me, too, man. Mm. I used to be very, like, closed off to people. And, like, mm. that's something, like, took me a, a one of those 10 year lifetimes. To learn. To, to work on. To yeah. work on. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even when you still don't trust people, still try. It's just like right. love. Like when, when a love doesn't work, you're not going to stop loving. You're going to continue to love because the goal is to not stop even when the shit hits the fan and right. hurts. Right. You continue it in spite of that hurt. You know, like that's how you win. You continue. So even though I don't, there are people I don't trust, I still run into people today that I'm like, I need to stay away from that person. Right. That doesn't make me become jaded about the next person I'm going to sit across because you're a new person. See, here's I the, can't blame you for. See, here's here's I'm, I'm becoming more cynical as I get a little older. Right. Because I'm like, yo, I'm like, does that happen to us naturally as we get older, though? Like, I, I what guess, happens? To I us? guess. Right. I guess. Like, what well, happens I, was, to us? I, I was pretty cynical to begin with. <laughs> like, you know, teenager. But I mean, I was, too. But I try to give people a chance, you know give myself a chance even see and that's at the end of the day man you have to like it's about you you know what i mean like you have to know what your limits are as a person are too mm-hmm. right like that's what it comes down to limits limits i like that you're saying that because i try to push those limits and like try to be unlimited you know because right. i i don't the last thing i want to see myself as is like a person who gives up on anything right. anything right right, right, right even right. if it's people you know, like, yeah, people, the way we are in this world, it's detriment to our, our survival and our society. And look like, you know, like people are doing things to this world that are effing us up. You're absolutely and right. I hate them. But I love the, ev- the everyday person, the person that I could just sit across from and just like, yo, let's chop it up. You know? Yeah, but you know what? The thing is, man, can you just take the everyday person? Can you take someone off road and just be like, yo, come here, let's have a conversation and tape it with them and do that? It's harder nowadays. Right. Like you were saying, right? Like people don't trust people. People aren't are afraid to open up. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, yeah. living this facade. They they live more openly through online than in real life. Well, and that's I think a whole a whole other conversation within itself, right? Because it's it's just where we're headed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it the inevitable? Is it like, uh, you know, like the whole thing with online learning and shit right now, man? Mm. Like, I'm convinced that come a decade from now, maybe not, maybe not five years, maybe not ten years, maybe fifteen years from now, yeah. that's gonna be when common, our kids are grown. It's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be commonplace, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
do you fight it or do you embrace it, man? It's like, it, it's very funny. Like, okay, a, a conversation that I'm sure Poncho can appreciate is like, you know, I see guys always talking about the old head conversations. You know what I mean? Like, I love those comments. Right? Like, yeah. oh, yo, you can't use uh, whatever, like drum packs to make beats <laughs> now. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of shit. And I'm like, why you need a right? Like, you got you got to sample you got to sample records yeah, and yeah. like da 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 like and like base wh- only. <laughs> while I understand the why, right? Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes it's more about like you guys are saying like the how, right? And like, mm. listen, if if when I grew up, when I was thirteen years old, if there was YouTube and I could get every record off of it and do all that shit. I would have probably been doing that same stuff just because I loved making music that much. You know what I mean? So I was like, I think like when the old heads are trying to stifle kids just to be like, Oh, that's not the purest way to do it, man. Just like, fuck it. Who cares, man? You know? And that's what, see, that's where I'm starting to learn to change as a person now. Right? Like, whereas before I would have been like the, get off my lawn kids. You know what I mean? Like uh, you got to sample your drums and you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. I don't care, man. As long as the kids are happy making their little music right, right, and right, shit, right, right. yo, do you, man? You know who cares? I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I'm transitioning into that as well. I used to be very judgmental, especially about music, but then I'm like, that's not even my thing anyway. So I don't even have to pay attention to it. Like, let them have the fun. Right. Let them do their thing. I'm doing my thing, and I won't even connect. That's how I have to accept it. If I feel like I'm in the same realm as them, and I'm trying to not compete, but like. If I just look at myself as a rapper, then I'm like, oh, those are the other rappers? Then that's like my competition and there's what so they much, do. There's so much that goes with it. All, right. right? So I, I have mean? to separate myself and be like, no, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I'm a creator. I do right, more than right, just right, this right, one right. thing. So that's when I can appreciate what's going on over there because I'm not even in it. I'm somewhere else with what I got going See, on. See, and that's the thing for me that I have a, a huge problem with is like jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing. Like mm. doing production, doing DJing, doing a podcast, doing all these. Like I would rather just focus Being my a time. Dad. Well, you know, yeah. my father taught me as a kid, man, if you do something right the first time, you do it right the first time or you could do it twice half-assed. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like I'd but rather. Third fo- time's a charm. I'd rather focus my energy into one thing. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to do production, I'd rather do production. If I'm yeah. going to do DJing, I'd rather do DJing. You know what I mean? If I'm going to do the podcast, I just want to do the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you notice, you're already doing so many multiple things. I know. Outside of that, like, just you as a person. Right. Your daily life. Sure, life. A job, running, kids. Job, kid, running, exercise or fitness, whatever. Right. Like, you you we are able to be masters of multiple things but it's about energy and where we feel like the limitations right yeah, yeah i yeah, think yeah. we can remove those limitations if we really wanted to and like be busy it keeps us busy and occupied keeps you young like we're talking about the old head thing like when we were younger we never thought we would become the old heads because we were we had old heads talking to us. Well, it's funny because I I was saying not too long ago I remember looking at my dad who was like my dad had us relatively young, you know what I mean? And I was like, "Oh, yo, you're in your forties, man. Yo, you're old." And I like the other day I was like, "Oh shit, I am in my forties. I'm I'm like that." Like, because it's funny when like, I ask my kid, like, I wonder, does he look at me like I'm an, an old, old head? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, am I an old man to him? You know what I mean? 
and every every generation that mark gets yeah. younger and younger like you'll be 28 and someone these kids call you an old head because yeah, 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 it's yeah, so yeah. far removed it's yeah. the bar gets lo- it's like oh you're 22 you're an old head yeah. to these fucking 13 year olds who are like doing music and like putting shit on youtube and our tiktok stars when i was your age i used to you know, <laughs> you're gonna be my age in five years what are you talking about oh, like so wild, everyone has a birthday i met a girl last night she said i'm a tiktok star i said i don't give a fuck <laughs> like like yeah. what is that like she's like i'm tiktok famous i'm like okay like i'm so like see none of that shit really appeals to me man yeah (laughs) even if i were to try i can't care about it like but they care about it so i care that they care about it it's like the levels of stupidity people will go to for a little bit of fame right like it's just it's it's wild to me like, yo did you guys see this attention craving the shit with the tour de france the guy fucking stepped out in the middle and like with the sign and shit no. And it caused a huge fucking crash. What is it? What is it? The Tour de France. Twitter the, fonts? The Tour like de the France. Fonts? Yeah, the, the bike race, man. Yeah. So the, there is like <laughs> homeboy steps out to be on camera with a with a sign and ends up causing this huge crash. And it's like. Oh, mother. For, to do what? Oh, just to. Just to be on TV for fucking five seconds. Man. It's sad. Yeah. See, that's sad. That I equate that to sadness. Yeah, and, man. Like. It's where are we going with this, you know, like for what? There's no purpose behind it. So when she says she's TikTok famous, I'm like, what does that mean? Like speak English. What does that mean? I mean, but you, you know? know what that means. You know exactly what it, I know what that means. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I want them to think about it. Right. Tell me, explain to me, put formulate a sentence and tell me what that means so for I can me, be on board with it. For me, it's more so. And then like, we'll both be TikTok famous, you know, like for me, it's more so for how long? Mm. Right? Like, it, it used to be 15 minutes of fame. Remember that? Yes. That used to be the old saying. Yes. Now it's like fucking one minute. 10 All second increments, man. Yeah. And look how much damage you cause in the, right? in the meantime, right? right? Tweez, I really appreciate this conversation. Like, talking, I could man. I could do a part two with you and we could just shoot this Listen, shit because yeah, yeah. this is dope. Yeah. You have any other questions that you want to bring I'm to the. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Yeah. Carlos, you have anything you want to add? To. Yeah, we're going to do that. One second. One last thing. Yeah. Um, if you had like a message to the people listening in, you know, anything that any kind of advice or anything you'd want them to be aware of, you know, whether it's, you know, from your perspective as a father, as a creator, just uh, being alive. Listen, you know, man, uh, what would uh, you say to those people? Uh, the the piece of advice that changed my life was a, a, a older dude I knew from the hood. His name was Crockett. He told me, yo, when this is all you see, this is all you know. And there's a whole world out there, so go and see some shit. That's exactly what he said to me. You know what I mean? So if that's that was the best piece of advice I ever got, hopefully that for somebody who's listening to this will find them. You know what I mean? Go. I mean, right now is probably not the fucking best time for that <laughs> because of the, the pandemic. But, yeah. like, you know, when the world opens up, man, go see something, man. Go see how other people live, man. You'll be grateful when you come back to what you have. You know what I mean? Get exposed. Right? Get exposed. Yeah. yeah. If you limit your vision to just what's in front of you, then that's as far as you're going to go. You know? You got to yeah. look outside the box. Live outside the box. Like, Carlos and I have this these conversations about outside the box. You know what I mean? So, that's the vibe we're running with. So, appreciate that advice to the people. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow Big Tweez on... Instagram, Twitter, um, I'm all there. You know what I mean? What's your handle again? 
at Big Tweez. All right, and you guys are gonna come back with the podcast. I think you should. Uh, eventually, yeah, think it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna happen, man. Like Thrust has been working on some music and stuff, and like so. I want to talk to Thrust about it's the. Uh, I want to know where he came up, why he decided to do that, and that sort of scheme Yo, on the track. Thrust is a great guy to I talk wanna to. I want to talk, and yeah. his verse on Northern Touch. I want to talk to him about I that. Mean, it's 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 been talked about, man. Some people say it's the best. Pe- some people best say it's verse? the worst. Yeah. You know what really? I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've seen both ends of the spectrum. Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself. See, now here, like, here's here's my end of the debate is that, yo, it's everybody in the VR, undetected like a stealth. Yo, everybody that, quote, that, that, everybody quotes that shit, man. So I'm like, yo, he's got, it, there's got to be something said for that. Anyways. Was he last? He was last on the track, right? No, I don't think he was last. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Is he? I think he's last. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, right? But anyways, well, yeah. Big Tweets, thanks again, ladies Anytime, and gentlemen. Man. Anytime, Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Who and How Club. It's your boy, Aris Dejan. You know the slogan. You are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club. And we are the Who's and How's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. So let's just sit and talk the shit, man. Learn from each other and just uh, gain some perspective on things. I learned a lot today speaking with Big Tweets. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, you'll be back on the show at some point. Follow Big Tweets. Touch base with the Who and How Club at Who How Club on all social media platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what building looks like. Get your shit together. Let's work. One. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got a clap. We got a clap for Tweez. Hey. This is a good look. Never thought I'd have you on the show, but this is dope. Everything comes full circle. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk next week. One.